Hello, and thank you for joining us once again for Building Greatness, The Warrior Way. As always, I'm joined by our Dean of Athletics, Sean Harris. Yay, yay. And me, Sherm Dog, the head baseball coach at Westcliff University, Dave Shermet. Today, we are two guys just talking sports. We got a lot to get to today. Sports is now back. It's going to be an incredible time in the sport industry. Baseball is back. Football is coming back. Hockey is back. Everything is back. So there is certainly a lot to talk about. Before we get going, though, we're going to start with a fast, fun fact, which we're going to start doing on most of the shows because there's some really quirky, interesting things out there that people don't know. Sean, tell me if you knew about this. The Supreme Court has its own private basketball court on the top floor of the United States Supreme Court building. Do you happen to know what the nickname is for this basketball court? Hey, hell no. I, okay. I had no clue. Okay. okay. I, I hey, think it's funny. I mean, who got who got game? Who in the Supreme Court got game? <laughs> I, I right know. Now? That's what I want to know. I, I want to see Ruth Bader Ginsburg with a basketball in her hands. Man. I, I think she'd be great. She's like hey, 87 years old. She probably got a sweet crossover in the, in the jump shot that's wicked. According to you, she's probably got better handle than I have. Oh, I, I know. That's a fact. Yeah, okay. That's a damn really? fact. Really? Right that's a fact. <laughs> okay. This, the name of this court, which I think is perfect, is called the highest court in the land. Hey, hey I like that. Isn't hey, that cool? You, no, that's real cool. I mean, that's a great fact. I mean, my whole thing is like, who got time to be hooping though? That's what I want to know. I don't know. It's the Supreme Court. Who is it? Lunchtime? I mean, how you get a run, Sherm? I mean, what is it? Do you call? You know, next. <laughs> you know, and you play the next day. I mean, like, I thought they're pretty busy in Supreme Court. I think it's like, funny who, that who's they, hooping. Do they peel the robes off and they run for twenty or thirty and then shower, put the robes back on, and get back at it? I, that I just hey. love to see that. Listen here. Now, hey, check this out, though. You know, coming from a hoop, you know, background, you know, that's one of my favorite sports. If I can get some legislation changed on a pickup game, hell, hell, I'm with it. So, I mean, if that's the basis of it, like, you know, who could come in? We can play a game of horse to change some of these rules that's, that's govern our land. I'm all for it. And I'm, I'm pretty sure it's a lot of hoopers that's lining up right behind me. You know so, something? I think you're on to something. World peace through basketball. Hey, let's do it. So you mean I can just call up one of the dignitaries like, hey, we, you know, we hooping at the Supreme Court at 12. Let's that, go. Oh my gosh, that would be so cool. Hey, I'm all for it. <laughs> the highest court. In the, how often do you even think that basketball court gets used? Probably never, not very often. Never. Right, but hey, I love to run an AAU game there though. Let's, let's just let AAU, you know, that would be cold. Like, that would, let's be, get on, some that would be off the charts. Right. Let's get some of the best players in the world. Let's go and hoop. Can you imagine LeBron James hooping? At you the know, highest court in the all, land? On the yeah. highest court in the land. Yeah. That'd be, you yeah. know, over shut up and dribble. You know, like, hey, let's go. I'm calling you out. We're going to hoop in the Supreme Court. Let's go. You know what? I could see a, a point uh, in his career where LeBron James is on the Supreme Court. Hey, listen here. This is what I'm thinking, Sherm. Because everybody's waiting for the showdown between me and you. Let's put in a petition for us to fly out to the Supreme Court. Oh, wow. You know what? D.C., baby. Okay. Hey, you know, I'm from Maryland, so I can make it happen. I got connects like that. And, and then I punish you at the highest court in the highest land. I think we got a, we, we got a petition for that. I, I think, think we you're need right. to start taking votes right now. You know you something? Know, to see if we can get on. I think that worked. Let's get Katie Rouse involved, who's a hey. director of communications for our athletic department, and a few other things. She's got a lot of titles. But yeah, that's your home court. You're hey, on your home hey. court. That's what I'm saying, baby. I should at least be able to get one run a year there. That's what I'm saying. I mean, I put in the work, 
You know what I'm saying? I, I think I should be able to do that. And my first one-on-one battle would be you. Okay. I'm, I'm down with that. I, you know, I, I'm at a disadvantage. You're in your home court, your home space. All your, all your friends are going to be there. Your family's going to be there. It's just going to be sure, me. Sure. So you better not go down because it will be a real embarrassment hey, sure, if I beat you. Is the only disadvantage really you at? I mean, come on yes, now. Yes. I mean, besides the fact you have no quick twitch. I mean, you know, baseball and basketball are totally different. So I'm pretty sure, you know, you was great hand-eye coordination for baseball. But basketball, you're not a hooper. You don't Stop. think? You don't think? I know. Hey, I, I know so. I mean, what you average maybe five at the Y back in the day? Five at the you know, Y five back a, in the day. That's five, what I'm averaging five now, a game? actually. Okay. okay. <laughs> yeah, well, right. you know something? I, I'd like to think, no matter how old I get, I'm still an athlete. And we all, we all want to think that. We all want to believe that. I might be 54, but I feel like I'm 24. So Hey, let me tell you something. To be totally honest with you, you, you you're a great athlete. You're well, just not better than me. That's uh, all it is. Okay. It's Gonna so have good. to. All right. Let's prove. Let's get on the court and prove it. It's it's let's time. Do it. Can we set a date for this and make um, it happen? Right. We gotta now, let people the date know. Is predicated. Listen, we're in a pandemic. Slow down a little bit, oh, right? Man, I'm so and excited. Besides, you know, and besides, Sean need to get in shape. I ain't gonna lie to you. Oh, I gotta get in shape. So let let me just okay. be honest with that. So okay. I'm gonna use the pandemic thing. Like we in California, man. We, we shut down. Let's get through some phases. And when we get through some phases, I'll be ready. Hmm. Okay. Because, you know, we do have a basketball court on our campus, on both campuses. We do. So, you know, it's not like that's shut down. It's not like you visit those, you know, areas anyway. I mean, let's not even kid ourselves. Oh, well, we're going to be. School's going to be back in soon. I'm talking about you personally. You've never stepped on the court, Sherm. Really? Really? You know what? Now, if it was the baseball diamond, that's something different. But the court... I think you're going to be surprised. I think I'm going to earn mad respect from you, and you're going to recognize it right away. Okay, hey, listen here. If that happens, you know, truth be told, hey, two two pounds on the chest, you got my respect. But okay. right now, you Bobby Boucher, Mr. Waterboy. Okay? <laughs> the water boy. You're the water boy right now. Okay, Bobby oh, Boucher? Okay, I'm All glad right. you brought that up. I'm, I'm just I'm, saying. I'm gonna, I'm, that's going to be a great segue. But, hey, we also have to settle on the stakes. What does the winner get? What does the loser have to do? Hey, listen here. We're going to let the people decide. When it gets close to the time, we're going to start – you know, a Twitter campaign and we'll see what they want to have. Okay. Happen. Okay. But you know, I'm going to tell you right now, I'm calling game. All right. I'm calling game. Okay. All, All right. Me. I like it. I like it. That's fine. Okay. All right. So here's the thing. We could argue about this all day, but you brought sure up, can. yep. You brought up the water boy, Bobby Boucher, which is a great segue into our next segment. And this is something brand new because we're talking sports today and everything is inbounds. There's nothing out of bounds, but if you're a sports fan, there are some true iconic sports movies. The Waterboy could be one of them, depending on your point of view. But there are plenty of them. So what I want to do today, and I've got, I guess what you might say, Stump Sean. There's a lot of Stump Sean going on today. I'm going to throw some stuff at you, see if you know the answers. There's going to be some sports trivia. This in particular is going to be famous quotes from sports movies. All okay. right. These are these are sports movies that just about everybody's heard. Some of them are more obvious than others. You know, if I said to you, there's no crying in baseball, you would know that that's Tom Hanks in a league of their own. Right. That's one sure of those. Will. That's one of those iconic ones. OK. Now, if I said to you, you're killing me, Smalls, would you know what movie that's from? You know, man, I, I I'm let me let me just give you the disclaimer. OK. 
I, I'm horrible with movies. Oh, okay. 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 You know, but I remember you killing me smalls. I just don't know where from. I mean, okay, what that's is it? Because, Bad News Bears or something? I don't know. Uh, close. Actually, very close. That is from a movie called The Sandlot. Now, okay. you know, there are these lines in movies that have become lexicon in, in everyday uh, vernacular. It's stuff that started in a movie, but we use it all over the place. Something that just caught on. As an example, I know you'll know this one. Wax on, wax off. What movie is Mr. that? Mr. Miyagi, from? man. Come on. Exactly. Man, exactly. Okay. I know that. Okay? You know that That's, one? I right. know that one. Okay. Sure, come on. Up it just a little bit. I mean, I mean, <laughs> oh, okay. I know I'm horrible, you, but come you on. Just told you just told me you were terrible at movies. But it's, hey, but listen, it's called confidence. I just got confidence now, sure. Oh, okay. So whenever you get confidence, I'm saying raise up the level. Raise okay. it up. All right. I'm I'm going to give you the actor and the line. You just tell me wow. the movie, okay? Oh, that's okay. Let's okay. see. Here here's the line. And the line is Ray, people will come, Ray. Does that Feel sound the familiar? Dreams, baby. Exactly. Feel the dreams. Okay. Come now, on. Okay. So I'll ask you if you know the actor who said that. Um, Kevin Costner, man. No, it's the other one. Kevin oh, Costner well, played Ray. Well, yeah. I only know that. Listen, Sharon. Let's be honest. I don't know the A-listers. If he's a B-lister, he ain't on my radar. I don't okay. Know. Well, that's James Earl Jones, who oh, is about his A-list. No, that's oh, as A-list hey, as you can get. Hold on. Hold on. Like, hey. Um, my apologies, Mr. Jones. Hey, <laughs> okay. hey, I mean, you're right. I mean, like, but listen, if you would have came with a little more bass in your voice, maybe I would knew it was James Earl Jones. Who talks but like you, James Earl Jones? He, James he was, Earl Jones? That's it. There's, he's in a class by himself. <laughs> he's Darth Vader for me. Oh, come hey, on now. Listen, Nobody okay, can okay, do that. Hey, all right. I'm backtracking. You know, hey, I'm, I'm moonwalking right now like, like <laughs> okay. the late great Michael. But yep. um, James Earl Jones, hey, hey, apologies to him and his family. Hey, mm. I need to go sit down now and make a wet spot. I mean, I'm on the bench. <laughs> that's a classic That's a classic cluster by well, me. So. You know what? You were close, though. He was talking to uh, um, Kevin Costner, who's right. uh, yeah, who's uh, played Ray Kinsella in that movie. James Earl Jones played Terrence yes. Mann. All right. Now, this one's a little bit difficult, but I will okay. tell you, I'll give you a hint. It's a shout out to Kyle Rouse, our surf coach. Okay. This, okay. One's, this one's hard. Okay, it is the the quote is love is bigger than any tidal wave, or fear. Is that like rip curl or something? Okay, it, it you're close. Mm-hmm. The person who said that is Bethany Hamilton. You know that name? Yeah, she's okay. uh, yeah. I know. I know right. who that is. She lost an arm in a shark attack. Right. It's a it's a, an interesting story. The name of the movie is Soul Surfer. And yeah, that, soul that, server. Exactly. Now, what I think is interesting, and I ran across this quote, I want to I relate a personal story. I was very fortunate in the year 2004, I believe, to be at opening day as a guest of uh, the Oakland Athletics. And wow. I was, yeah, I was, I just happened to know the right people. I have that baseball background. And I was oh, on. You, so, so let, don't try to low key throw the clout out. I mean, that was, you know. That was a low key clout shot, right? Yeah, for yourself. a little bit, a little I, bit. I feel but, you, like, hey, listen, but you're doing your thing, like, because I know nobody from the A's. So keep keep going. I okay, mean, we we know you're famous. Let's okay, go. now it's just it's all who you know. But I happen to be on the field that day. They had a buffet like I've never seen. It stretched all the way around the stadium. They did the flyover with the Jets. Uh, I and it, I think Carlos Santana may have played the national oh, anthem. Come on, man! It, it was this just is, this it was is just cool. iconic day. This but is a huge day. The person who threw out the first pitch 
was Bethany Hamilton. And I was wow. standing just steps from her watching her do it. Uh, it. It was just, it was a surreal experience. I mean, I had heard of Bethany Hamilton, obviously, because of her uh, surfing accident. Uh, and she's persevered. She's gone on to do some great things. And she did not let that slow her down. She became uh, one of the uh, big celebrities. She's got quite a presence on social media. I think she's, she's gotten married. She's big time. Oh, yeah, yeah. She's big time. I mean, yeah. I mean, I mean, like, I, I can't even imagine coming back from that type of injury, have enough courage to get back in the water and get on a surfboard. I mean, yeah. like, all the mental blocks, you know, that she overcome, she's a true warrior. I mean, that's what we talk about. You know, that's the five C's. Yep, you know, and that's type building of greatness. Yeah, the yeah, you way. know, so it's, it's like, shouts out to her and her oh, family. Oh, yeah, I mean, absolutely. I mean, you know, like... I mean, she that that's when you put everything in this right perspective. She could have just walked away, but she refused to give up, and, and that's what we try to achieve every day. So yeah, speaking huge. of speaking of walking away, it was announced this week that quarterback for the Washington Redskins, Alex Smith, is coming back to football. Well, Sherm, number one, in the Washington football team. Okay. Can you step your game up? Okay. okay they're not, I they're not that anymore. I know. I know. I got to recognize. Yeah, so let's, you know. The, the so Washington football team. Right. Washington right. football team. They're not the Redskins. Team. I apologize. Right. Right. So so what about Alex? Alex, well, you know, if you happen to see it on TV or you or heard anything about it, he had as horrific a leg injury as is uh, entirely possible. And right. they, ESPN did a special called Project 11, and it was all about his journey through the injury, what it did to his family on the way back. He almost had his leg amputated because they had never seen an injury like this and the flesh-eating right. bacteria got to him. And it was wow. it was traveling up his leg. I watched this whole thing on ESPN uh, maybe two days ago because it was just announced that he is back on the team. He is going to be competing. He's got 100% clearance from the doctors. He's going to be competing for a starting spot. He was, he was an all-pro quarterback, but his leg, not unlike... Uh, Joe Theismann from a, the similar team, the Washington football team, that ended his career. The pictures in the hospital, the the leg, the entire bone was exposed. And I mean, from the knee down to the ankle. If you saw right. the special, you, you'd think that, I don't know how this person survived. They, they thought he might actually lose his life, not just his leg. And and two years later, he's back competing for a starting spot. I mean, that is that is Huge. the warrior way. Yeah, hey, that, that's a you, great example. Hey, Sherm, let me... You know, just let you know, I'm not surprised. You know, I got a chance, you know, to see him, Helix High School, San Diego. Oh, wow. Yeah. He was the quarterback. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, great dynamic team. Reggie Bush was his running back mm -hmm. in high oh, school. Yeah. yeah. And his principal was my next door neighbor. Huh, so wow. I got a chance to witness their glory days in high school, you know, and, you know, Alex has always persevered in everything he's done. You know, so just from the outside looking in, I'm not surprised. But hey, I mean, still, that is freaking inhuman. Yeah, that is. Like, it was unbelievable. I mean, you're talking about being courageous and, and you're right, man, that's building greatness. But that is a will that cannot be measured. You know, so shouts out to him. You know, my prayer goes to him and his family. Oh, yeah. And I wish them all success. But the fact that you got so much fire in you that you want to compete, man. Can we bottle that up yeah, that's, and give it that's, to our program? Yeah. I, I mean, that is the perfect uh, example, obviously. Uh, in everything and, and, in life, though. In everything yeah. in life. Beyond yeah. sports. Like, this is why I love sports so much. It, it just transcends in every arena in your life. 
you know, I think back the times where I get depressed because, you know, I want to share that with our listeners because we all do. Mental health is a serious deal, right? But I can go back, you know, to my archives, you know, that's on Microfish because we're kind of old, sure. Microfish, you know, geez. that's oh, on yeah. Microfish, right? <laughs> I can go back to those archives, but dig in some of that, you know, competitive spirit when I used to play, you know, and then it helps me achieve it. Or I remember a coach's voice or I remember a play. I remember my teammates, you know, and one of the best teams I've been in, been on in my whole life is, you know, United States Marine Corps, you know, serving this country, Yeah, you know, because you just climb up the hill, uh, don't know all the story. You just give it up for freedom and everybody else is freedom, you know? So, you know, you got to have a spree de corps and a, and a team, you know, dynamics that's unlike any other, but, you know, we need sports and I'm so glad that sports is back, you know, at any capacity. I know it's not full throttle, but at any capacity right now, it's just a little break for this tough, tough year of 2020 that's been claiming. So, um, you know, hats go off to him and, and all the things that he do. And, and like you said, Sherm, I'm glad sports is back. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And I'm glad there's two guys just talking about it. Yeah, that's what we're doing today. Two guys just talking about sports. It seems as though, you know, the economy is shut down or there are certain states that are shutting down and obviously sports stopped. It feels as though sports drives everything else. I know there's so much more business to talk about and people are out of work. I understand that. But it also seems like when sports is is kicking on all cylinders, everything's right in the world. Everything's right in the business world. Everything's right in people's lives because it gives them a chance to rally around stuff. You can sit in the parking lot and you can tailgate. You can get together with friends and watch a game on a big screen TV. One big game like the Super Bowl or World Series or just an everyday game in the middle of the week just kind of makes everything better off the field. You know, everyone just kind of jibes with it. And hey, it gives us an excuse to get together and be friends and talk about stuff and, and watch the game. And sometimes the game becomes secondary no matter how important it is, just so we can get together and get things going again. That's what I agree. You know, yeah. Hey, you know, let's, I mean, all of that's good, but don't, don't, don't forget it's beer 30 during those times. <laughs> you know, true. some people like to take a couple of shots and just kick it back and really have a beer no. amongst friends and, okay. and, you know, just be able to celebrate it. But yeah, I just think it's just the human nature of us that just needs that interaction. And there's something about being competitive, probably all the way back in the Coliseum days, you know, just seeing, you know, the gladiators go at it. But yeah, you know, we, we need sports. When sports is on all cylinders, it, it is a elixir, you know, for some of the, the things that are happening. And, and I think we need a shot of that. And I think, you know, what we're seeing now with athletes out there, let's let's be honest, they're risking their lives. Okay, let's not, <laughs> let's this, this is not essential, right? Sports is not essential, right? So they're out risking their lives, you know, for our enjoyment. And for us to have this break. So hat goes off to every athlete that's putting it online right now. Yep, absolutely. And, 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 you know, damn the people who want to say, well, they make millions of dollars. Like, come on. Right. Their life doesn't have a price price tag on it. True. N- neither True. do ours. So, you know. That's sour hey, grapes. That's all yeah, it, is. it is. They're just, you know, they're, they're angry. I mean, they're, they're you know, they everybody has their profession. Hopefully you find a job that you love and you can make a career out of it. Whether right. it's a professional sports athlete, the dean right. of athletics, a coach. Or, you know, you're the CEO of a company, whatever the case is. But, you know, they have their life away from the field as well. All these players, a lot of them have wives. uh, They have children. They got family members. And so they've got to put their priorities in order. They do. And and they're in the bubble. So they're away from their families. Yeah, yeah. You know, I can remember spending, you know, six months away from my family serving this country. 
you know, and it's tough. I mean, you get happy for the little things. And this this was the day when you didn't have Zoom, you didn't have FaceTime, you know, you had a, a, a calling card and you was hoping to get to a phone booth and you was hoping you had enough quarters to keep putting in, you know, so you wouldn't get disconnected every minute the operator would say, add more money, add sure. more money. Sure. You know, so, you know, like, let's not, you know, take this for granted. Like they're out there. Yes, this is their job. They chose to do that. I get it. You know, but guess what, man? You know, they they putting it they put it all online and we appreciate that. You know, so we need to be appreciative of that as well. Yep. I don't think money should make us overlook the fact that they still putting their life on the line. That's true. So let me you know yeah. what? <clears throat> I don't want to get too far off of the sports topic today, but let me ask you something about your experience uh in the armed services. Um, right. you mentioned that you try to get to a phone booth, you try to make a call. How right. how often did you have that opportunity? Not many. When you out there, you know, on the Westpac, you know, that's, you know, for those listeners that don't know what a Westpac is, is, you know, it's a bunch of, you know, servicemen, Navy in particular, you know, you have Army personnel attached because, you know, the Marine Corps is a department of the Navy. Right, right. You know, it's the best department, let mm-hmm. me tell you that. But, you know, just joking aside, it's it's, it's a risk in, in every armed forces, you know, branch. Everybody puts it on the line. But, you know, I just happen to be in the Marine Corps, so I love it dearly. But, um, you know, you go out for six months and you hope to go into port. Sometimes you can get in the port, you know, every six weeks. Sometimes it's every two weeks, depending on what the circumstances is. And then you just, you know, you basically hit shore and try to find out what you can do. And sometimes it's limited time. You have, you know, two days, which is 48 or 96, which is four days. And, you know, and, and, and you, you try to do all those things. You pack it in and then you get on the way again. Um, you know, for another six weeks until you hit your destination, you know, just keeping this country safe. So it, it, it's tough, you know, and um, when I was a young guy at that time frame, so you're a young service guy, you, you pretty much living paycheck to paycheck. You know, really, I mean, it's no difference. You know, the first and the 15th, can't wait to do that, you yeah. know, and get there. So it, it was tough for sure. But I tell you one thing, I, I enjoyed my experience and I wish that every, you know, person can can enjoy that it's nothing like it yeah yeah and you know it, it's so it's so far removed from people you're over there fighting for the country but people here don't see that so it's not necessarily in their collective conscious they don't and that's you know, all you have is sports over there too sure so yeah. you need to watch sports you, you're keeping up it, with it yeah it keeps I mean, you connected keep you connected it's great athletes and, and, and musicians who come over through the uso to give troops a break you know in the action so it's very much sports related and also every armed forces have their own sports teams too sure you, know, you can oh, play, yeah. yeah yeah you know for your sports did team you play well. did you play for i did the marines i did oh, i did yeah and we were good we we're real good i'll bet i, you know, I, I know i see you post pictures of yourself when you used to play on instagram i've seen you do you know, some of that well guess what you're gonna see it up and close so don't worry about those okay Olympics. all right i'm not worried i can't wait to see yeah. it up and close you just tell me when and where i keep saying that and bring your a game because you're gonna need. Hey, it. you follow the CDC. You know the. You know. All right. At. Okay. You're just selling wolf tickets to our listeners. But when it's time, <laughs> hey, I'm ready to go. We could do this more than once. You know, we can make a best of two out of three or something. That 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 is what somebody who know they're gonna lose would say. Oh That's really? Oh okay. Say. Then let's just like, do it. It's once. all chips on the line. You just want to We're do it once, pushing I'm fine with that. everything. It's all in, baby. You saw Texas Hold'em, right? Everything. Yeah. We're pushing it all in, right? But but you know that's what happened. You know to the bench players. Oh, we can do two out of three or three out of five, seven or whatever. Okay. Come on, Sherm. All right, we'll just Everything's do it one. I'm on fine the line, with that. Man. 
Okay. It's a championship, right? It's you one know and what done. Game That's seven it. is. You got to be good. Yeah. Hey, I want a I mean, national listen, championship with That's one what game I'm on saying. But but see, that was on the diamond. We're not talking about the diamond. I told you, and, and let me give you your due respect. If we're talking anything related to the diamond, I'm deferring. Okay. You saw my pitch. You brought it up. Okay. <laughs> you brought out my throwout pitch until I lived that down. I know. See, I have that's, nothing to say I about I can't the unsee that. That's stuck in my brain. <laughs> I can't get rid of you it. You know, really, come on, let's be honest. That's just me compensating for this fat gut I got. Oh, okay. You know, let's, let's, you know, so the flexibility is a little different when you got a gut, Sherm. Right. And, and luckily, you don't, you're not in the gut club. So you maybe not understand, oh, but those of us, oh, it's a club. Okay. Trust me, it's a club. All right. And those of us who know, you know, how hard it is to compensate around it would give me mad props right now. They were like, you know what? Hey, the boy did his thing because I know what it takes to get around a big gut. Right. So, you know, but guess what? I'm getting back in championship form, sure. All right. I'll be ready. Oat milk. I'll be ready. You still doing oat milk? Hey, I'm. Hey, listen, I had some oat milk in my um, cinnamon dolce off the care rig this okay, morning. Okay, good, good. That sounds hey, nice. Hey, hey, listen, Sherm, I listen to you. All right. <laughs> but that doesn't mean I ain't going to beat you when I, when we play. I so. will even let you set the rules. We can play winners, losers. It's called we, basketball. You, See, this is how I know you don't hoop. Now Now we're going to make rules up. No, like, no, no. What, I'll what let you. You, you can set all the parameters. You can, you can Win decide or lose. all of it. Win or lose and the loser is shame. It's very simple. I know, but I mean, win or lose do you want to play winners shame. or do you want to play losers? That's what I'm talking about. You can set okay. those rules. That's what I mean. Not yeah. All right. Let me think about that. Okay. We'll, let the listener, we'll let our listeners decide okay. what we want to do. All right. Very good. Okay. We are continuing on with our theme today of two guys talking sports in this segment, Stump Sean. Now, as we had mentioned, we are putting this right in your wheelhouse today, sir. Uh, it is mostly professional basketball. So we'll see how, how well you do. I think these are... Uh, I think they're going to be uh, easy for you. I don't want to make them too easy, but I think they're going to be easy. There may be hey, one or two. Coming from you, Sherm, if it's Stump Sean, I know you all in. So don't 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 try to sweet coat it. Don't try to butter me up. I know this is the hardest you got in the bag, but I'm going deep this segment. Absolutely. So don't this worry is, about it. This is not I'm hard. I'm going deep. This is not hard. And I'm you, going deep. I'll, I'll be supremely disappointed if you don't nail this. Okay. Oh, okay. Thank you. Thanks this will for the be. Pressure. Yeah, I appreciate yeah. It. I had to, no I had pressure, to throw right? a little bit on you. No yeah, pressure. A little bit on you. Um. Now. Most of them are multiple choice. So I will give you four possible answers. First question, who was the first player in NBA history to be elected league most valuable player by a unanimous vote? Here are your four answers. Michael Jordan, Stephen Curry, LeBron James, Allen Iverson. So, you know, sure. You know, we got the UA sponsorship. You know, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Under we got Armour. the UA sponsorship. Yeah. So, you know, it got to be, you know, coach said, let it fly. I was in my carry range. Swish. Let's go, baby. Let's go. All right. Stephen Carey. Let's go. Absolutely. First and only so far. Uh, going back to Allen Iverson, he was one vote from being the first unanimous. And that vote was Fred Hickman from CNN Sports at the time. Uh, hey, so who's Curry, that? Where, where is he at now? Iverson? Hickman. Oh, no, Hickman. Hickman. Come I, on. We know, know Iverson is a legend. For, for like, about 20 AI minutes. changed the culture. Where's where's Hickman? Yeah, for 20 minutes, Hickman was at ESPN, and then he wasn't, and so I don't know where he is right yeah, now. Yeah, he Haven't should get bitched for, for that. Yeah. He should never, ever show his face again. Because yep. back in the day, come on, AI, it didn't get no better than that. Yep, we never true. saw a small guard like that. Just ask Ty Long, Tyron Lue. 
he stepped over him and hit the yeah, shot, right? Yeah. Oh, let's yeah. talk to him and let's say let's let's be honest. He carried that horrible Sixer team. He carried it. Oh yeah. I mean, he that did. was a horrible He was Sixer the answer. Team. That was his nickname, right? the and, answer. Hey, hey, listen, out of Georgetown, come on. Yeah. Straight out of the 757, you know, and the you know, seven, you know five, the 757. That's, yeah, that's your hometown. Area code. Yeah. You know, you know, not quite my hometown. Well, not far. But I, but I know I know the folks down that way, right? So that's the Hampton area for sure. Virginia I think they called him Bubba back in the day. Oh, did they? Okay. Yeah, By the way, that's what they call Adams. That year, Steph Curry was 2016. Mm. Yeah. And he was a bad boy. He was. He was unbelievable. Okay. Here's another one. I like this one. Who was the first person or who scored the first three-point basket in NBA history? Here are your choices. Larry Bird. Jamal Wilkes. Chris Ford. Or Wes Unseld. Now I can well, tell listen. you, I'll tell you, the year was 1979. Uh, I'm, I was about to say, I mean, damn, I think I was in Pampers still. I was oh. about to say, I mean, because you know I'm a youngster compared to you. Oh, I know you was gosh. probably running around. You probably graduated college by then, but really, uh, <laughs> I'm sorry, sure. It bring, you know, it's okay. I, I, it's okay. I understand I like your it. your yearbook so, is in the Smithsonian. It's all good. But I know, anyway. but see, that's just going to be worse for hey, you when I beat you on the hey, court. An old hey, man took you to school. What's going to hey, be your what, answer at that point? Hey, you know what? It's not going to happen, so I don't have to think about it. Uh, you better, right? you know, what? you better have happen. a response on those note you cards know? somewhere on your person because there's so, gonna, there's so, going to be a press conference afterward. You're going to have to explain yourself. It's going to be right. it's going to be bad for you. Oh my hey, gosh! Keep, keep dreaming. I mean. I will make sure you get a gold ARP card, though. So I make sure they they go ahead and uh, send it over to you ASAP with a West know. Coast just, uh, Warrior logo. I just think logo. it's going to be embarrassing for you. Uh, how it, are you going to explain it that a man so much older than you took you to school? Hey, you're you're a great man, so that wouldn't be horrible. Oh, okay. But it's never going to happen. <laughs> but but getting back to your question, okay. First so three point say, basket NBA so history. Let me take Unsell out of there. Okay. You know, I mean, he was a big. You know, he was yep. known for rebounding. And who did he play? What team did he play for? He played for the Bullets back exactly. in the day. Exactly. Washington, Washington Bullets. Yep, so yep, in your I don't house. even think the line was even <laughs> even out, but it could have been. But I'm taking him off the list. Okay. Okay. So Larry Bird would probably be a great choice, but that's too obvious. Okay. So I'm just going to throw that out the way. All right. Now, Wilkes was a bad boy. You know, Wilkes. Jamal Wilkes Jamal, was yeah. a bad boy. Keith. But, yeah, you know, I, I just, I just want to say... This dude Ford, because I don't know who the hell that is. Really? You know, maybe you know maybe Ford. that dude. I, I mean, I know him, but I don't know him like that. And maybe he's known for threes. And maybe I just, he wasn't, you know, he wasn't on my top five or my top ten. I, I don't know. So I'm just going to say the not so obvious choice of being Ford. Okay. What I will tell you is that you're absolutely correct. October 12th, 1979, Chris Ford in the third quarter of uh, opening, uh, wasn't the, I think it was the opening game. He drained a long three-pointer. Something interesting about Jamal Wilkes to this day, he is still, in terms of three-point shooting percentage, number one in Lakers history. Nobody has hey, shot three-point. Oh, he was great coming out of UCLA. He was a bad boy. He was, I mean, he he was, was awesome. Boy. You bet. I mean, his jersey, his jersey hanging. I mean, that's how good he was. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, but mean, they got a lot of jerseys set... hanging up there now. I, but, I mean, you know, he kind of made a seven-clap popular, man, you know? Yeah, yeah, and he had that interesting shot. He brought it behind his head from the side. Yes, shot it behind his head. Man, he was. They call his nickname was Silk, right? Jamal hey. Silk Wilkes. Hey, silky smooth baby. Yeah. Oh yeah, but you know Larry Bird. She was 
Man, unbelievable. Hey, unbelievable. Right? Unbelievable talent. Yeah, three championships. Yeah, the 80s were ruled by obviously the Celtics and the Lakers. So I had to get one of each in there, a Laker and a Celtic. All right, you're two for two. Pretty well done. This one, you better know. Uh, again, I'll be disappointed if you don't know this. Which team? You always disappoint. I am. Sean. I am, but I think you should know this. Which team owns the longest winning streak in the NBA? Now, do I even have to give you four choices or do you know? You're talking about regular season? Yeah, regular or... season. Man, just give me the choices. Though. Okay. The Chicago Bulls, the Los right. Angeles Lakers, the right. Warriors, or the Miami Heat. Right. So, you know, I, I got to go, you know, Bulls all day long, you know, okay. Bulls all day long. Okay. And that would normally be a good choice. But in 1971, 72 Lakers won 33 straight games. Okay. I wasn't even born, sure. Okay. So damn it. All right. That's... But no, but hey, but were they, was that in the Minin, uh, Minneapolis? No, Lakers? no, no, no. That was Los Angeles. And I believe they had what? Will Chamberlain on that team. Yeah. Well, I can see. I can see. Well, Damn, sorry, Laker fans. That's all right. You I know what? It. It, it's all good. It's good. They, you know, the Lakers. Hey, but I did like the color scheme though. That's when they had that light blue, right? Uh, like UCLA light blue. Kind partly, of thing. yeah, they did in seventy one, seventy two. Yeah. Hey, you know. See, okay, I got a little. Can, can I get a little comeback? Absolutely. Off of that? You get all your right, props. Man. You get your okay. props. You know, the Lakers won last night with LeBron James leading the way. Did they ever? Two nights did they ago, ever, Yeah. Did they ever? I mean, it was sweet. He bulldogged them at the end. Yeah. Right? Oh, absolutely. Although, hey, if Paul George hits that running three. Clippers win. The Clippers didn't have Williams, so nor did Paul... they have Montrez Harrell. Okay, so you're making Clipper excuses? Is that what it is? So hey, you know our, what? It's our fault that you, you want to go to Magic City? Is everyone, our fault everyone, quarantine? Everyone's is talking our fault? Lakers and Milwaukee. But, it could easily be I mean, a Toronto and Clippers fa- final. You know, who you knows? Really what, it, you really believe that? You really believe that? I'm telling Toronto you right now, is the reigning champion out the still. Way. Oh, okay. Okay, all right. I mean, I'm not, no, no disrespect to the six. But the only thing the six got going on right now is Jersey Drake. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Everything else is garbage. They got That's the second best leaves. record in the East. So you're telling me they got nothing going on. They now, still hey, got Siakam. They got Fred Van Vliet. They got they some do. great and players. They killers. And they Listen, got Nick Nurse, killers. who's I think a no, very good coach. No disrespect to all of that. But come on. When I'm thinking of Toronto, I'm thinking of the six now. You, you got your you got your 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 championship. It's cool. You did your thing. Love it. You know what I'm saying? But now it's it's a new time. And, and no disrespect to Lowry, you know, out of Villanova. The boy was bad. Yeah, yeah. Right? But I don't see another championship going to the six no time soon. Okay. Yeah, probably not. I mean, had uh, had Kawhi stayed, then they're definitely in the in the top of the conversation. But I Well, I don't know. you know, I, I hate to say it because I was born on the East Coast, but the East is weak right now. Come on. It's weak right now. Uh, Milwaukee's I mean, not bad. Listen. Um, it could be Milwaukee and everybody else. Milwaukee. Oh, okay. All right. I, I'm going to leave it there. I, I okay. don't have the time to, you know, okay. go into we could argue all day on why this. Milwaukee yeah. is is Milwaukee. Okay. All right. Now, hey, I got to switch gears just a little bit, and I'm going to okay. give you, yeah, got to give you uh, the uh, the WNBA. Okay? So we got to give right. got to give the ladies props. Of these four, who was the first WNBA player to dunk? A basketball in a game, right? Okay, we already know it's Lisa Leslie. Oh, okay. Will you See, stop it. All right. Will you stop it? Okay. I mean, you are talking to a WNBA certified agent. All right, like, that's true. Okay. I mean, look, hey, hey, you like you like how I just call my own shots? Shots. You fired, did right, right there. You don't even need you know, me. I can I can I'm, sign hey, off. You listen, can do this I'm not even me. clout chasing right now. It's just the facts. <laughs> 
Okay, send me the facts. Don't send me no emails. All, All facts right. here, baby. All facts. Yep, it was Lisa Leslie. Hey, my other choices were Brittany Griner, Tamika Catchings, and the tallest player to play in the Hold WNBA. On. Who's that? Do you know? Do you know who the tallest player know. in the W? I don't. I, I don't know. Who At is seven it? feet two inches, Margot Dideck. Yeah. Whoa. Seven two, Margot no Dideck. Yeah. She's. Hey, but hey, shouts out to that list. That list is strong. Yep. You know, and and hey, let's shout out to the. Uh, the new Hall of Famer on that list, Catchings. Yeah, absolutely. Right? Yeah. And, you hey, know, we shout could, to her. one of these podcasts, we're going to talk about Maya Moore because we have to. Hey, Maya Moore, bad. Yeah. Bad to the bone. Yeah. Hey, amazing what she's done with social justice. Isn't that? Took a whole year off. Yeah. Right? She was pretty much a dominant force in the league. Always have been. Mm-hmm. Came from the Connecticut background. Yeah. Right? Yeah. UConn background. Bad girl. Yep. And last night, uh, a, a bad ankle injury to uh, Ionescu. I might add. They're waiting for. Yeah. yeah, they're waiting to find out how uh, how that's shaking out. Okay, prayers up to her. While we're talking about WNBA, I got another one for you. I got okay. I got two more questions. I want to see how you do. Who was right. the first team to win the WNBA championship? Houston Comets, man. They okay. went on a run. And Cynthia Cooper and the girls. Yep, and they who, did their thing. Cheryl Swoops, who might be my favorite right. player of all Cheryl time. Cheryl Swoops. Hey, I love. As a matter of fact, she was. Uh, the ladies Jordan yeah, at the time. She right? was back in the Absolutely. day she was the Swiss shine. Yeah. And then don't get don't get me wrong, uh, um my 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 one of my favorite players is Tina. Tina Thompson. Yeah, she's on my yeah, list here I mean, as well. Yeah. Hey, Hall of Famer. Yeah. I mean no yeah. disrespect. Right. But the red lipstick was fire. Do you know how right? many championships they won? Did they go like four? Exactly. Four in a row. Yeah, and during that time they were hundred and fourteen and twenty six. That's hey, not it was, bad. It was crazy. Yeah. And you know, Cynthia Cooper, what? Hey, you know, USC, you yep, know? Yep. Yep. Yeah. I mean, you know, so it's some pedigree in all this. Yeah, well, I sure. still tell everybody right now, Southern California, LA, Lala has the Hoopers right now. Mm. It's the, this is the place. If you talking about you a dog and you want to play sports and you want to play basketball, you got to, you got to come through LA right now. You got to come through Southern California. And, and, and I'm not just talking about L.A. Let me let, shout out to the I.E., right? Inland Empire carrying just as much weight. So, I mean, anywhere in Southern California, you, you better bring your game. And, and no no disrespect. Hey, the boys up in uh, Prolific Prep, you know, up in Northern California are making it happen as well. SAC, all those places. It's Hoopers in Cali, period, right? You, you period. Like, I don't understand why ESPN just don't keep the rankings in Cali. It's, it's really unfair. I know, so but fair. you know, but they say the mecca of basketball is the playground, yeah, the playgrounds of it. Chicago, right, and also New York. No disrespect to Chicago, I love Shy. No disrespect to New York. Okay, we got Rutgers, great atmosphere, okay. great parks. Okay, okay, but when we're talking about talent, I mean the numbers speak for itself. Look up the numbers, Sherm. Most of the NBA dudes come from Cali. Period. We're leading that. Those are facts, sir. No, no emails. Just straight facts. Okay. Give it to me hard. Straight up. All right. Give it to me straight, straight up. up. All right. <laughs> Give it to me straight up. I need it. All right. Let's go. Good. Okay. You know what? You're probably right. In terms of college hoops, UCLA is a powerhouse now. Going to be in both men's and women's. Obviously. Listen. Right now, hey. I'm Zag. I'm all Zags, baby. I'm all Zags. Well, you have you know, to be all, all Zags. Zags. You got to be okay. I'm all Zags. It's right still now. West Coast. So that's fine. You got to be I'm, all Zags. I'm, you know, I'm all tell, Zags right now. For those that don't know, tell us why you're on the Zag train. You know, listen here. I, I just know some people. That's all I'm saying. 
I just know some people that know some people. Okay. That's what I'm saying. All right, yeah, but okay? you got to give us the 411. Tell us tell you us know, the news. Hey, you know, the not news everybody is, knows. You know, you know, of course my son is an incoming freshman, you know, for the Zags team, mm-hmm. you know, he put in a lot of hard work, but I mean, really at the end of the day, it all comes down to the culture there. You know, building a culture here at Westcliff and trying to maintain it is a tough job daily. The 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 whole culture of the Zag Nation that Mark Few and Tommy Lloyd and all the coaches there have established is freaking phenomenal. Mm-hmm. It doesn't get any better than that. Yeah. I mean, because in order for you to go to 20-plus appearances and 20-plus, 20 20-win 20 seasons, all that great, you know, accolades, it means that you have to self-assess. That means you have to look yourself in the mirror each and every year and say, what I did last year wasn't good enough. Like, and it takes a lot of humbleness to be able to do that. A lot of discipline, right? And a lot of hard work. So I admire that. I admire the staff. I admire what they're about. You know, shout out to my folks in Spokane. Can't wait to see you this year. You know, I'm expecting a natty. Yeah, for sure. Well, you know, they're, they were never part of the conversation until Mark Few got there. And hey, unbelievable greatness. what he's done. Yeah. Talk about building greatness. greatness. That is building greatness. That's exactly yeah, greatness. What, every year they're a national contender. All hey, right. And that's family. That's family. So sure. When you talk when you talk a uh, few and, and Lloyd and, and all of them, that's family. You know, anytime I entrust my kid, you know, with other men who's pouring into him and, and I don't even check the oven. So that means the cake is in there, it's rising, and I don't even go check it. Right? That's how much trust I got, you know. So I, I love those guys up there in Spokane. Yep. And they're going to do a great job with your son. I'm sure of it. I appreciate it. Okay. Hey, I've got one last question I want to ask you before we get out of here. All right. All right. Let's see if you know the answer to this. Which team, basketball, professional basketball team, is the winningest team of all time? Number of wins and winning percentage. Oh, okay. Winning percentage yeah, is the key. Both. Or what level? What level are we talking well, about? Well, professional. We about, total professional. Uh, professional? Yeah, professional oh, basketball. Okay. Well, winning percentage, man, it's probably going to be the Celtics. Mm, okay. I don't think. I mean, my heart is saying the Lakers. You yeah. Know, winning percentage, but and maybe I'm just totally off. Okay. You know, completely. But who got the most championships? Okay. Here's the, here's the thing. All right. I wouldn't have made it that easy. Should have known that. Okay. That would be too easy. You know, we could sit here and debate both the Lakers and the Celtics, obviously, uh, but it's neither the Lakers nor the Celtics. Think okay. You so got to think outside the box on this one. Okay. Okay. So are we talking about the Warriors? No. The last run? We are not. What are we, what are we talking about? Do you want the answer or do you want me to keep, yeah, give, give you a couple give of hints? The, give me the, well, give me a hint. Okay. They do not play in the NBA or the WNBA. As a matter of fact, they do not play in any league, but they are a professional basketball team. Okay. All right. I see what you did, you old slickster. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. So, you're a slickster, bro. That's why. Hey, so, I'm telling you what. There's so, a little trickeration. I got so a little here's trickery. The deal. So, my answer is going to be Dream Vision. Okay. My answer is going to be Dream Vision, one of the best AAU teams in Southern California. Okay, you're still wrong. Clayton but it's, Williams it's and great. all that. What are you talking about? We we run Adidas Circuit. I know. I understand about? that. You got to think of a team that's been around for about 75 years. Man, listen here, sir. Okay, I'm going to let you just tell me the answer. Okay. What is it? It is the Harlem Globetrotters. 
Yeah, you know what? See, um, you got to think outside the box. They're, they're a professional here, basketball team. They beat the same team over and over like 95% of the time. Hey, you know, so, I mean, I know that I'm real slow at times, <laughs> but I'm really, really was slow there. <laughs> That's okay. And you probably could have asked me that a thousand times and I would never would have thought about them just whipping on the generals like that. Yep. You know, but but Metal Art Lemon, come on now. Oh, yeah. And Goose, Curly Goose Neal? yeah, Curly Neal just Curly passed away Neal? a couple of years ago. Yeah, you know, R.I.P. Hey, rest in peace. And a lot of NBA players, Will Chamberlain played played for them. A lot of players, you know, played right. a, a stint for. The, and they have uh, they have women players on the Harlem Globetrotters. Yeah. They got women. Yeah, they do. They're still performing. You know, it yeah, just keeps I, passing I, along. I have a, a a friend that I know. You know, um, you know that um, came out of uh, Marietta, uh, Marietta Mesa named Nathan Wright. Right. You know, yep. he's a friend of the family. Mm-hmm. Uh, he he traveled with the the Globe Trotters. Man, that must be you know, fun. Just last year, so uh, hell of a basketball player. He's he's young in his career, and you know, shout outs to him. So um, yeah, so no Globe Trotters. But here, here's more importantly, I should have got that because they're going to win regardless. Because how Pretty many much. lives did they change? Yeah, how many lives did they change? Yeah. How many kids are happy? We're happy. To see the glow chowders, I think that's something that we can never let die. Right, um, right. I mean, they're so good for the game. Damn, I'm so sad that I missed that. That's all right. They're, <laughs> that, you know, there's so much was, more. That than was the game. an easy one if you think yeah. about it. There's so much more than the game. My parents took me when I was about six or seven years old. We went to the forum, and we watched them do the the whole thing with the with the confetti and the water and making fun of everybody. But you know, it's the show. And it, it, it yeah, and, I took all my kids too. I think yep. my kids seen them at the. You know, we wasn't as rich as your parents, you know, so I was balling on the budget, (laughs) you know, you know, because I got married at 21. So, you know, me and my wife, we we were the ultimate team. That's the best teammate I ever had in my life. You bet. So uh, really, I think my kids seeing them at the sports arena in San Diego. Right, right. That's where they called. Oh, okay. The old sports arena where the Clippers used to But you remember sports arena used to, right. NBA, you know. Folklore, it was some teams coming out of there. Yeah. Back in the day. Yeah. So Norm Nixon. What team played is from San Diego that was in NBA? Sure. Well, I mean the the Clippers were there and before that, uh was it uh man, was it uh Balt was it Baltimore that went out there? Yep. Is that right? I think they had Bob yeah. McAdoo on that team and yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, who also played for McAdoo. the Lakers. Yeah, oh my can't gosh, that guy Mac. could ball. That guy could ball with Norm Nixon. They were both on the Clippers. Oh, well, they, come on. Lakers traded Nixon away, and that was not hey, a Hey, watch popular. your mouth, though. Norm Nixon, love, watch your mouth. What? He was a bad boy. Love he was that a guy. Bad boy. I thought he was great. You know, the I think that was, Norm a, that was not a popular trade when they got rid they of him. They should have never. But, but who they brought in behind him? Yeah, I know. They, they got some good players for him. And who, then shortly who, after that, I mean, Kobe Bryant showed up. Yeah, I mean, so you had to do it. You know, Norm was on his way out, but yeah. shots out the door. Yeah. Hell yeah. of a player. Yep, absolutely. Well, hey. Sean, thank you very much. Now, just a heads up, when we do this trivia, I'm going to throw some trickeration at you, okay? There's going to be one or two in there. You're going to have to think outside the box. So we're going to do this again. Hey, Sherm, you hear me cry? Nope, absolutely. It's, I don't cry. Absolutely not. Okay. Bring it on, bud. All right. Bring hey, it on. that's my hashtag when we're talking about this one-on-one, in case you haven't noticed. Hashtag bring it on when Sean and Sherm Dog get together and play our one-on-one. We're going to let everybody know it's going to be quite a big deal. So don't be crying if I beat you. Okay, I, I'm not because when you said hashtag bring it on, yeah, I was just a you know just kind of imagining you with pom poms in your hand, mm. cheerleading. Yeah, okay, my you know hair and pigtails. So, not that I have yeah, any yeah, hair. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. I mean that was the movie, right? Saddle shoes. 
Is that what it yeah, was? That, I, I don't think yeah, I ever saw Bring It On, yeah, but it does fall no, into that, the genre of sports movies. Yeah, yeah. So I can imagine you with pom poms. Okay, all right. That's I can't, but okay. I'm trying to imagine you with those. <laughs> oh my god. Hey, if it is, oh, then it's me and To together after a touchdown. All right. You know what I'm saying? That's the only time you see me. With I can't some get that out of my head. Oh my goodness. All right then. Well, hey, that's just about going to do it for us today. As always, our thanks goes out to our sound engineer and the guy who makes us sound good. That is Brandon Peterson, our engineer yes, sir. and also producer. Thank you, Brandon. And of course, my guest host today. As always, our Dean of Athletics, Sean Harris. Thank you for joining us. Yay, yay. And don't forget to subscribe wherever you download your podcasts. And please leave a positive review on Apple Podcasts. It helps us get the word out about Westcliff Athletics. And we thank you for your support. I'm Sherm Dog, Dave Shermet. Have a great day. We're signing off. And we'll catch you again later. Oh my god. Are we recording? Recording right now. <laughs> okay, let's save this. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna sit here and take this because I don't want to get fired. <laughs> I like my job too much. <laughs> okay. <laughs>